Jada Dukes, and welcome to A Black Girl and Her Thoughts. Well, today's episode, we're going to be talking about nostalgia and how it works. Now, while I was researching for the podcast and the episode, I found some really interesting things about nostalgia and stuff that I didn't know. So, I hope that they come in empty with empty minds about nostalgia and we can have a learning experience together now before we get started of course we always have to do the definition first what is nostalgia now nostalgia definition is a sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past Typically for a period or a place with happy personal association. Now, we've all felt nostalgic at one time of our life. It's, it's researchers believe that people feel nostalgic twice a week. Maybe even more, maybe even less. Um, but we've all felt nostalgic in the music we listen to, the movies, the smell, the scents that we've smelled. I know that I really, um, some, I smell, like, scents and stuff, and I was like, that reminds me of my old school. It's like, and it makes me feel happy because I think of the happy moments at that school. Now, while I was researching nostalgia, nostalgia, I, of course, ran across the origins of nostalgia, the word, and where it came from, which was really very, very interesting, and it was more than what I initially thought that I was going to do for this episode, but I'm happy I've really dived deep, deep, well, not deep, deep, but, like, deep enough for this to be probably a 15-minute episode, maybe even more, depending on how I'm feeling, um... It's pretty interesting. The origins of nostalgia. Nostalgia word origin came from the Greeks. Like most of our words have. Like I've noticed that a lot of our words that we use come from the Greeks. Um, Notice means homecoming and Ja, you know, the style nostalgia, the ja part comes from pain. The word was coined in 1688 by jo- Joannes Hopper because of the homesick he felt from home. His home was Germany, by the way. He described it as a neurological disease of essential demonic cases. By the time of the 19th century came around, the word was classified as the immigrant psychosis. Um, and other mentally oppressive compulsive mentally oppressive compulsive disorder. Doctor, once doctors start researching nostalgia, they found that it was really common around the world. Are we really surprised though? Nostalgia makes people makes us feel makes us feel good. Going into our next our next subject, the good side of nostalgia. Nostalgia makes people feel good and makes them remember real, a really important memory or just a fun memory. Loneliness, boredom, and anxiety have all been found to reduce by nostalgia. 
It makes people more accepting of outsiders and more generous to strangers. But it can also do the opposite. But we will get into that in a little while, y'all. To, be to begin with, the, re the researchers generate nostalgia in some participants by playing hit songs from the past, allowing them to read lyrics to their favorite songs. These people are more likely, to, more likely than the control group to feel loved and that life is worth living afterwards. Now, if you were listening, you will notice that I said that it can also have a negative effect on it and unfortunately I was this was the most surprising part was that how nostalgia can lead to depression which I did not know I was like wait wait a minute what's what's going on here what what's going on wait wait a minute how explain I'm gonna need some explanations and while I was researching, I, I got my explanations that will that satisfies my needs. Maybe they don't satisfy your needs, so I'd probably tell you to look it up yourself if I don't if I can't help you. Um, it is an emotional management method to engage in nostalgia. According to the studies, we stick it out when we are experiencing negative emotions, namely loneliness, social reject, and sense of meaningless. We've, we've just, I literally just used the word loneliness as when it comes to the good side. And also, it's also with the bad. I like, I, that's just me. I like that. I don't like it, like it, but, you know, I don't want no one that's feeling lonely. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. I just like how they both play a part in my um, slides. Anyway, how would it became marketable? There's a lot of nostalgic, nostalgic marketing out there. If you turn on the television, you're likely to see an advertisement for a show you used to watch. If you listen to Spotify, you might hear a band sample of a guitar riff that was created to transport you back in time. If you go to a store and go down an aisle, the music section to be exact, you're likely to come across a product with a label that has a vintage, that has a vintage type face and aesthetic. Evoking memories of bygone eras. eras. Um, just a perfect example. If you go back on Pop 2020, Pop 2021, and you go back, listen to the music, you'll notice a trend that they all sound like 80s music. That was at... I remember I was listening to Dua Lipa the weekend, and I was like, whoa, these are so good. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. People are catching on. They're trying to catch on that 80s, that 80s wave. It's coming back. I don't know if it's still, well, it, dep it depends on who you ask. But I was, I was like, I was kind of surprised. It was like the 80s, but they did make some good music, like, and not even in pop rap music as well some of meg the stallion's samples were 80s music 80s rap music to be exact but still 80s music also disney thrives on reboots they thrives on it like all the live action versions of old movies are because of nostalgia 
nostalgia and how that makes them money regardless how you feel about the, the live action versions or not they're getting billions of dollars and so they're going to keep doing it because it keeps giving them money <sighs> I want to talk about the year of reboots, remakes, and revivals in 2016 I also did one on 2020-2021 because you know um, so, some movies got pushed back because of COVID, unfortunately. Um, Gilmore Girl, this is 2016, by the way. Gilmore Girls, Powerpuff Girls, Full House, The X Files, Ghostbusters, Independence Day, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Superman. 2015, Cinderella, the live action version. I actually like that version. I like, I'm gonna be real with you. I like all of Disney live action versions. I don't care if you, like, you can have your opinion, I just don't care about it. That was rude. <laughs> that was really, really rude. Um, the year of reboots, remakes, revivals, 2020 slash 2021. Doolittle, Fancy Island, The Call of the Wild, The Invisible Man. I want to watch the first movie. I've already seen the second movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Mulan, have to finish that. I don't care. Like I said before, I love all of Disney's live action versions. I'm just going to peacefully wait for The Little Mermaid to come out because of... Um, Hallie, she's playing in it, and I just can't wait to support my girl. Um, also, I can't, I'm, I'm gonna patiently wait if that means I have to wait until like I'm in my 30s. I will wait, um, for them to do a Princess and the Frog, yes, and they better do it right. I don't want no mess ups at all because then it'll be an outcry, and it's, the outcry is gonna be me. Um, I'm gonna patiently wait for that. I know, I know that, um, Princess and the Frog has a, um, a, a cart, I think a cartoon show coming out on Disney Plus soon. I don't know if they're going to still do it. I hope so because I'm definitely going to watch it. I wonder what it's going to be about. Oh, I hope it's like after. I, I hope. I, I think. I think. I don't know. I'm just. This is. This is me talking nonsense right now because I don't know. And I'm. And I have not looked it up. And I'm probably not going to look it up for right now. Probably later on, but not right now. Um. I hope that it's. Um. You know that it's uh in the present. Not well, not in the present for the movie. Not in the past. You know, not when they were frogs. I want to see how um, Tiana deals with you know having to run a business while trying to trying to make her relationships not just with her husband Naveen, but with everyone else at work because she's a business she's a businesswoman and businesswomen are usually business people. Business people are usually very busy. So, um, I want to see how they're going to... I just... I'm coming up with stuff. Don't listen to me, y'all. Don't listen to me. Anyway, um, The Secret Garden, Scoob. Anyone who doesn't know, Scooby-Doo. I have not seen um, the movie. I've, I've not seen... I've seen Scooby-Doo before anyone says, You haven't seen... I've seen it. I've seen it. I just haven't seen the new movie. I think it's on HBO Max. Just like... Tom and Jerry, how could I forget? I didn't even put it on my list. Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Well, to be separate, have they had a movie together? I don't know. But how did I forget about those two movies? Because I remember definitely, I have not watched Tom and Jerry, the movie yet. Um, I'm pre I gotta ask see if my brother and my mom watched it. I don't know. But um, I know I haven't, I haven't watched it. Um, but I definitely did watch Godzilla and King Kong. 
if you're wondering, I was going for, I was rooting for King Kong, and, um, it's a rigged, <laughs> they were rigged, we were rigged, just like in the Captain America versus Iron Man fight, we were rigged, I was, if you're wondering, Iron Man fan lover over here, we were rigged, um, and I will say that to the death of me, anyway, now, that's not even, all the stuff that I told you guys, that's not even the reason I wanted to talk about nostalgia. I just got distracted, and it was very interesting. The reason I wanted to talk about nostalgia was because of how nostalgia, when we're watching our own shows, or listening to our own favorite movies or music, we tend, it's a comparison. It's a comparison to new stuff. Um, it's kind of it's very irritating to me to me personally i just want to add that to me personally that's my opinion how do you know what's good for me that's my opinion how do you know what's good for me that's my opinion okay so my opinion is I believe that when it comes to the comparisons, it's very tiring. Like, oh my god, this so-and-so is better than that, so-and-so is better than this. It's like, and it's mainly done with kids' shows. And I'm also going to get into music. That's I'm going to put that in the back burner for a sec. I'm going to be talking about TV shows and movies, right? And it'd be millenniums, too. It's like, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> that was hot. I'm, I'm not going to bother that but no um they're like uh that their shows or their movies are better than the shows and movies that are out for kids now um and the only reason they say that is because of nostalgia because when you rewatch movies or tv shows you like from your childhood you just it makes you happy like you just you're blinded by all the cringiness and all of the inappropriate stuff that could or may not have happened in the movie or show you watched i don't know i don't know what you watch or what you don't watch but i think people need to know that um that these movies and tv shows aren't for you anymore sweetheart it's not for you it was it's your future your you're in your 20s you're you're about to go you're about to go to college sweetheart come on now or you're in your early 40s why are you on twitter trying to argue what's better what was worse like um what's going on with your life are you having a midlife crisis that's that's weird why are you arguing with 13 year olds not even just 13 year olds but why are you going back and forth with 12 year olds over something that's not even meant for you just like with the space jam people were so critical the new the new one i watched that one it was pretty entertaining i don't care what anyone has to say um i watched it and they were like people were trying to critique it like it was some some movie <laughs> some like disney disney a you know top-notch movie when it's like the first movie with michael jordan wasn't the greatest at all it was a good movie for kids. Not for you, Miss Suzanne.
or Miss Jackson. For the little kid, for little Billy. It's for him. It's for April. And yes, I just came up with those names. They were the first ones that I thought of. But who cares? Because it's not for you. And so it's like, of course, this seems cringy to you because, hmm, it's not marketed for you. So yeah, like really, like it just, I just can't stand when people say, oh my God, this show is better than that. Now let's get into music, right? And honestly, this is with, every, I feel like this is most likely with every generation. You get the older people, crap, the older people crapping on the youngest people's music then we're when we grow up and i get in my 50s and 40s and probably like oh my music was better than your music <laughs> i'm i'm not gonna be doing that i'm not probably gonna be jamming because i love music all kinds of music and my only defense is with that is like no there's good music out there it's good music like let me show y'all my playlist. Like, I, I it's good music. It's just that you're not you you're not willing to find it. You're not it's not it's not if you don't have to find it. Is you're not willing to listen to anyone else besides so and so, besides so and so, besides so and so. It's like, and you have the audacity to say there's not good music, Do And it's like, do you even listen to the like name name five songs of this artist? Name five songs of this artist that's not mainstream, which mean when I say mainstream, I mean like this top ten, top twenty, you know, that's like everywhere on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, every it's it's not everywhere. That everywhere is of course you know this song. This song was everywhere. This this song was playing on your radio all the time. Give me five songs of this person that you claim to listen to. And if you can, okay, I'll give you, that's, that's your that's your critique. You, you have your opinions. You get to keep your opinions. I understand. Okay? I, I get it. That's okay. You don't have to. You don't, you don't have to. You can, but, like, it's like, when you don't even listen to this person and you have the nerve to talk about their, mu their, their music, it's like, it's really bandwagon-ish. It's really giving, it's giving me much of a follower. It's, it's like, follower, follower, follower alert, follower alert, follower alert. It's like, okay. Now, also, I figured, I learned that while I was at the end of this, um, of my research, I realized that I didn't even just want to talk about nostalgia. I wanted to talk about cancel culture entirely. Because I had was thinking all day about how I was going to, I was thinking about how nostalgia also affects cancer culture. The reason I say this, now, this is still an ongoing theory, okay? I don't know for sure. But when you go back and look at your favorite shows, TV shows, your favorite movies, your fa even your favorite artists or your favorite celebrity, and they've done some problematic things, said some problematic things, it's either a couple of responses. You got a response where the whole people are holding them accountable for their actions or holding the show or, or like pointing out and saying, Hey, what that said that was said, that was wrong. Number two, people who are just gonna simply ignore it and they're gonna 
twist the narrative. They twist the narrative to make it seem like the people who are people who are holding whatever thing, whatever accountable, they're gonna twist the narrative and make it seem like they're trying to cancel them. I've seen a lot of times where a lot of people think that they're think that um, someone trying to cancel something that they love when in actuality they're just trying to hold them accountable and that's the difference people don't know the difference between holding someone accountable and canceling them I'm not saying people aren't canceling them but the majority of people are holding them accountable not trying to cancel them and if they don't want to listen to them or support them anymore they have every right to. You can't get mad at someone because they don't want to listen to something, watch something, or give money to something because of what they, because what that person, what that thing has done, the thing, that problematic thing, that um, that thing has done. You can't get mad at. If you do, it's like, why are you getting mad at what this person does? Why does that irritate you so much? Maybe you should get a life. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I see a lot of people, um, don't know the difference between holding someone accountable and canceling them. And if they want to cancel them, let them, let them. Like, it's a loud minority to you guys. To you, it's a loud minority. Just like, um, I'm not gonna even, <laughs> I'm not gonna even talk about that situation because that honestly deserves an all, an, um, it's on episode if I, if I want to. Um... But no, it's the end of the podcast. I'll see you Thursday. Um, I promised. I will. I won't see you. Technically, I can't keep that promise because I won't see you guys. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to probably most likely. You're going to like most likely hear me talk. That's what I'm trying to say. So, um, I'll, I'll talk to you Thursday. Let's just say that I'll talk to you Thursday. Bye.